and we are live with the All Gas No Break Sports Show. I am one of your co-hosts, Nicholas Pavona, joined alongside by Andrew Johnson. And Andrew, we're just a couple weeks away from our own fantasy football draft, but with that in mind, I think it's time that we talk today about some of the fantasy football rankings going into this upcoming season. The season is just about a month away from kicking off with the Detroit Lions taking on the Kansas City Chiefs in this NFL season opener. But fantasy football is one of the best things that we have going today, especially for us that are major DGENs, and we love to play this game. And today we're going to be talking about some of the players that we're going to be looking forward to and maybe strategize and thinking about who we're going to be taking in our upcoming drafts. Yeah, it is the best time of year fantasy football season as of this recording on August 10th. We're still about a month away from the first games, uh, or a month away from the first Sunday, I should say. However, right. it's never too early to start looking at fantasy football rankings. And I think this far in the training camp, barring any injuries, we all have an idea of who's in our top fives, who we should fade, who you should fade, and who we're looking to pick up maybe, maybe on waiver wires or later in the rounds, who could be a potential steal, how rookies are going to do. And that's what we're going to bring to you today. We're going to bring you that full analysis in this podcast, and we're looking forward to it. Yeah, I mean, you're getting, in my opinion, you're getting some really good input from people that have been in some championship games. You know, I'm not not to brag, I am coming off a championship last season in my own league, just saying. Um, But you're getting a lot of input from us about who we're going to be looking at, maybe who ESPN, you know, is looking at as could be breakout guys or could just be guys in general that have been already good and can continue that success going into this upcoming season. So we'll go down our list of some of the notable, you know, players that are ranked in certain spots in ESPN, as well as our top fives for each position, uh, players that we're going to be looking to maybe draft as a sleeper and players that we're just going to try to avoid at all costs. And if we have to take them, then we have to take them, but we would try to avoid that at any point. Yeah, the whole purpose of this exercise is when you're at that pick, let's say you're picking 18 or 19 and you're between a couple of people, you don't know really who you want to take. The purpose of this is so you know who to take or be educated if they're going to be a bust, at least in our opinion, or if they're going to be a sleeper and you can maybe grab them in a later round. Now, my question for you, Johnson, is when you made your rankings, did you go off of, did you rank them in no particular order, or did you rank them in the order that you think they'll, they'll finish in this upcoming season for fantasy football? Well, for the most part, I ranked them at least top five. I think all these guys will be close. Um, uh, there's obviously going to be a true number one, right? Right. And we the true number one in past years have been like Derrick Henry, uh, where he just absolutely is dominant the entire year. Yeah. But I think in a lot of years, kind of like last year, one, two, and three were kind of interchangeable. Yes, there was a guy who had had the most points, but if you got him, at, if you picked the guy who finished, let's say second or wide receiver points, and you picked him at number one, uh, is that technically a reach? I guess it is by definition, but you really can't fault him like that. So I'm just going for my personal top fives. Okay. Now, what position would you like to start off with? Uh, that's a good question. So let's start off with the hottest topic, and that is the running back position, because a lot of these guys are going to be hungry, playing for contracts. All right. Uh, some of them won't play at all. But the ones that are going to well, be playing, one especially, yeah, yeah, one especially, one especially, he has some beef with an owner, um, yeah. which we won't say right now. But he's one the worst owner in the league currently. Now that, uh, now that Dan you know who was fired, yeah. Dan Snyder is gone. Yep. But, but let's yeah. go to the running backs because yeah, a lot of their value this year is tanked right now because of wide receivers. You know, last year I remember in our draft, people were taking CMC number one overall, and you had top, you know, top five running backs. 
not really produce. And that's one of the positions I want to go over because you're going to be able to get a lot of value. You might not see the first running back off the board till pick four or five, depending on what kind of draft you're in. Well, you look at, I, and I look at Field Yates's um, top 150 that he has for PPR rankings going into the season. And he has five wide receivers already in the top 10. So you're right. Compared to previous seasons, there's a lot of wide receiver hype going into the season. But he also does have four running backs in that top 10 as well. So the running back market is still very hot, but you can get a really good running back at any points in these drafts, depending on where you're picking from, as you alluded to, and realistically how you strategize your draft as you go on throughout the entirety of the draft. For me, when I look at it, I need a running back that could do not only one thing in running, I also need a guy that could be a pass catcher. And that's huge for PPR leagues because those receptions get you a lot of points. And looking at it, when it goes to my top five running backs, I'll go. I, I didn't. Tr- I try to make them somewhat in order, but as I'm looking at my list, I'm kind of you know intertwining and thinking about maybe if I chose something differently. So I'll tell you who my top five is. I have Christian McCaffrey from the San Francisco 49ers. I, I think that's a no-brainer. He's one of the top players in fantasy football and one of the top running backs, if not the top running back in, fan, in uh, all the NFL. Um, Austin Eckler is another guy that's been really good in fantasy. I think I'll have another breakout, another really good strong year for the San, uh, I was at San Diego, the Los Angeles Chargers. San Diego in my heart. San Diego in your heart, right. Derrick Henry, is I know, is not that much of a pass catcher, but he is pretty much the tie-ins offense right now. Gets you a lot of goal line uh, touchdown opportunities, which is a really big thing also for fantasy football. So I think that just makes him as valuable as he could be. Um, I think Nick Chubb is going to have a monster year. I think he'll, you'll see him a lot more involved in the pass-catching department with Kareem Hunt no longer on the team. And I think that's very valuable for him going into this season. And then number five, I have Saquon Barkley. He got that contract. He's going he's gonna to play now this season. And you saw what he did last season. He was a monster for the Giants for the most part. If he stays healthy, he'll be a top-five running back again. And fantasy terms, um, there's obviously the risk if he does get hurt, then that does hurt you a lot in the end. But you have to take the chance when it's a guy like Saquon, especially when he's in a contract year too. He's going to want to play really good. I think we had pretty much this identical starting five, just a little like jumbled around. So right. uh, I'll, I'll go straight in the mind. I'm also picking CMC. His health was a concern in the past, but he played all 17 games last year. Uh, he's on a great offense with a check down magnet as a quarterback to our not to our knowledge right now we right. don't know we don't what know Trey is going to be we don't know who Brock Purdy is going to be but we know they're going to play safe football Could which be Sam means Darnold. okay buddy which I'm means but yeah maybe if all four quarterbacks get injured again and Josh Johnson isn't available sure we love Josh Johnson continue though absolutely uh so it's gonna be check down magnets it's gonna be uh right uh running back screen passes that's what we're going for here uh, so that's CMC is an easy, safe pick here. Now that I just said that he's going to get injured in week four. I'm Most sorry about likely. that. Uh, that's number the risk two you're taking, by the way, with this. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but that's the risk when you're taking from listening to us because you could consider this a mushing hour, which we do most of our other shows. Yeah, this is a so, giant mushing hour right now. This could now, be a so. very giant mushing hour. It's possible. Number two, I have Nick Chubb, an absolute workhorse at running back. Cleveland, uh, Relied heavily on last year. I know Deshaun Watson was still getting ready of the system, but I can expect a similar performance as he had last year. In the three spot, I have Austin Eckler. He 
again, it's another guy that needs to get paid. Uh, he's going to be playing with an excellent quarterback in Justin Herbert, and they're going to run a lot of screens for him, a lot of checkdowns for him when they're not going deep. So Austin Eckler, great pick. Another workhorse running back in Derrick Henry. When he is, even though he didn't play all his games last year, the games he did play in, which I think he missed like four or five games last year, so in like the 13 or 14 games he played in, right? absolute workhorse, averaging about 120 yards per game. So if he wasn't getting a touchdown, you would guarantee, if you had, your league has bonuses, the guy was good for about 15, 16 points on the lower side of his weeks. Yeah, those goal so, line touchdowns are huge. Yeah, because that's what they're going to give to him. And that quarterback situation isn't great, so... Look for him to run the ball some more, especially for running back of his caliber. Right. And at my number five spot, I also have Saquon Barkley, which is the key to the Giants' success. I know Daniel Jones got paid. It should have really been Saquon, but not in this market. Uh, the Giants will not succeed without Saquon. So if you're betting on a successful Giants season, Saquon's the key of that. So that's why I'm picking Saquon in my top five. Now, when I made my list, I also picked a breakout player for the, each position that we have as to maybe a guy that could be a really uh, top candidate to sneak in maybe into that top five. Do you, by chance, have a player that you don't have in your top five that you think could have a really good season? I have three of them department? that I think that may not go in the top five, but I think will end up in the top ten by the end of the season. For running back, you're talking about? Yeah, for running back. Because okay. I have a, I have my, I have rising stars, and I'll include this in my list if you want. Okay, yeah. If you if you if you want to do that, because I know we're doing later on the show, we'll be giving out our rising stars. And I, I yeah. for me, I did my own per position, but I also picked one for this one for yeah, running back ahead. breakout. And the guy I really wanted to get into was Travis Etienne for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, there's been a lot of talk of him getting involved into the pass catching department. He's done it already, but they're really maybe relying on him maybe even more than ever. I know they have Calvin Ridley coming in this season, going to be playing for his first year there. You have Christian Kirk. Evan Ingram is there as well. It gives ETN a lot of opportunities now because he's going to be catching the ball out of the backfield if Trevor Lawrence has to check down. And he's a good running back overall. Uh, he, To me, right now, he's ranked around 11 in fantasy rankings as a and, and the position. I could see him really sneaking up into that, you know, six to eight range just because I think he'll have that much of a good season when it comes to catching and running for Jacksonville. All right, so there you have it. You have the um, you have the running backs, and I want to get into our next category here. And the next category we have coming up is our top five wide receivers. Now, wide receiver, like Nick mentioned, Field Yates, uh, in the top ten, you have five wide receivers. Yep. It's going to be very, very hard to pick which ones are going to be wide receiver one to five, but I think we both have two lists that were well, maybe have a little bit of overlap. Uh, but I have a feeling, a feeling I've got some more curveballs in here than you do. I actually have some curveballs too. Oh, I'm excited, Van. I'll let you. I'll, I'll leave. Um, I'll leave, leave the mic open to you, and you can start. All right. Now I think we're of the same mindset of the top two, if I'm not mistaken. I believe so. We are. And uh, Justin Jefferson was number one for me. That's yep. an obvious. See, he's going to have a, mo- I think, in my opinion, we'll have a monster year, especially now with no Adam Thielen there. I think he'll even have better numbers this season. And then Jamar Chase for me is number two. All right. Those are my top uh, two as well. Chase has been unbelievable. I don't really have to say much about that. I think he's just going to continue the success. Now, for me, number three, I put Tyreek Hill. Um, I also saw- have Tyreek Hill. 
Now, when you saw what Tyreek did last season for that team, he had unbelievable numbers for Miami. And that was despite the fact that Tua was out for a decent portion of the season. If Tua stays healthy, him and Waddle could be monsters in fantasy football this season. So I like the value of Tyreek Hill. And he's right now, I think, the fourth-ranked receiver for most of the, uh, the rankings. I would be perfectly fine taking him in the first round. I think he's just that valuable for any fantasy player trying to get a really good wide receiver. Now, this is where I start to figure out where I'm having a debate for these last two receivers. Because there's two receivers that are in the top five that are also in the top ten for Phil Yates. But I'm scared to take them this season. And I'm not saying they're in my fade list, but... I didn't put them in my top five, and I'll explain after I I mentioned the last two numbers. Number four, I put Stephon Diggs from Buffalo. I think you have to just look at the success he's had with Josh Allen. I know there's been, you know, murmurings about, you know, he maybe he wants to leave, but right now he's still with the team, and as long as they go together, they put up really good numbers. I think you have to go by off of that, and Diggs is just a really good wide receiver, and Allen is one of the best quarterbacks in the game. Now, number five, this is where I got spicy with this one, Johnson. Okay. I would. I went with Amon Ross St. Brown. You know, I thought about Amon Ross St. Brown, but I had two guys. He'd, he'd probably be six on my list or seven. Now, so he's right the, outside for me, too, but I don't think I have him that high. Now, the reason I did this, and I know, obviously, people are saying, what about Cooper Cup and Devontae Adams? It's not that I don't like them. Cup, I'm worried about coming off of an injury, and the Rams got a lot worse in this past offseason, so I'm very concerned about what the Rams' direction is going into this season. Plus, you got to remember, the year that they went off, they had Kevin O'Connell as the offensive coordinator. He's obviously the Vikings head coach right now. Cup really hasn't gotten you know a lot of playing time with the new OC in, in Los Angeles, so I don't think Cup will have that good of numbers. I think he'll still be a good fantasy player, but not in my opinion, the number three wide receiver. And Devontae Adams I'm worried about because I don't know what Jimmy G's status is right now in terms of his health. Obviously, it looks like he's probably going to play in week one, but he's had some injury issues the last couple of seasons, and that concerns me with a guy like Devontae Adams, and I think that could really hurt his production at the end of the day. So for me, that's why I went with the safer pick, in my opinion, in Amon Ross St. Brown, who's had some really good years the last couple of years, and the Lions are a team that everyone likes right now, especially in the NFC, to maybe even represent them in the Super Bowl this year. Um, I think he's a really good young wide receiver. I could really see him taking that next step and trying to help Detroit win a division and maybe even get to the Super Bowl. All right, so picks one, two, and three for me are the same as you. Uh, Justin Jefferson, for those reasons you said, Jamar Chase, for those reasons, and Tyreek Hill, for those reasons as well. Those were my logic behind the picks. Now, this is where I think I get even a little bit more out there than you. Okay. And because you mentioned all those receivers, you mentioned Devontae Adams, Stefan Diggs, Cooper Cup. Are they not on your uh, list? I'm on Ross St. Brown. It's none of those guys in my top Oh, five. okay. And I'm I think curious. you're not going to like where I'm going with this. I'm curious if you picked one. I, I think I know where you're going with it, though. Number four, I went with A.J. Brown. Yeah, I figured that. A.J. Brown was the guy on Philadelphia. And my God, that Philadelphia schedule, oof, that looks awfully good for him. Not a lot of really good cornerback match, uh, matchups. He's 
going to be the number one target there. Uh, the running back situation is still a little bit iffy. He doesn't really have a dominant guy yet. However, I think they're going to lean on him. And I know Jalen Hurts is sometimes a running quarterback, but he's got an arm too, and that's going to benefit because while Jalen Hurts is scrambling out there, I'm going to trust that A.J. Brown's going to get open, and you're going to see a lot of 30, 40-yard passes to him, maybe even 30, 40-yard passing touchdowns. So that's right. where I'm going with number four. Uh-huh. And you're going to hate me at number five, despite right. his quarterback. Yep. I'm going with C.D. Lamb at number five. That's where right. I'm getting a little spicy here because right. he's young, he's rising. Even though Dak sucks as a quarterback, he can still produce game in and game out. Uh, is he going to finish top five? No, but I think he's going to finish a lot better than 10, where a lot of people have him uh, selected right now. So C.D. Lamb, that's that rounds out my top five. I don't hate it. I, I wanted to put C.D. Lamb, but for obvious reasons, I couldn't. A.J. Brown, I also thought about, but with Devonta Smith also on the team, that's what concerned me about putting him in that list. But then again, you can make the same case for Tyreek Hill with Jalen Waddle, so I don't necessarily hate that at all. Um, I also, in mind, put a wide receiver breakout that I think could have a really good year, and it's funny enough, Johnson, because I don't think you're going to like what I'm about to say for this for this player. And it's for don't a team that you – I think you I know, know what we're going with it. About. I think Garrett Wilson's going to have a really good sophomore season, especially with oh, the quarterback boy. change and Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, and then week seven, Ron Rodgers gets if, hurt. That's it. Yes, if Rodgers gets hurt, that's obviously going to hurt him. But I don't think Rodgers will get hurt. I think Garrett Wilson is going to have another good season. There's a lot of talent on the Jets' wide receiving core right now. They added a lot in the offseason, and that could lead to Garrett Wilson getting a lot of open opportunities. Now, also keep in mind, Brees Hall is coming back at some point during the season. They might even sign Dalvin Cook. That could lead to Garrett Wilson getting a lot more receptions because they're trying to you know, look at the run. And I think Wilson has so much value just because of how young he is and how good his rookie season was despite the fact that they had Joe Flacco and Zach Wilson for most of the year and Mike White playing quarterback. So I think the sky is the limit for Garrett Wilson this year. All right, and I'm going to pretend like I didn't hear any of that. I'm just uh, going to fade Garrett Wilson now. No offense to you, Nick. No, that's fine. That's fine. All right, the next top five I want to go into are the top five quarterbacks. Uh, quarterback seems to be a not really a premium position, depending on what league you're in. Uh, yeah, for example, Nick and I are in a, in a dynasty league that has two quarterbacks, so the quarterback is a key position in there. Right. Um, I have Trevor Lawrence and Joe Burrow in that league, so I'm set in that league quarterback-wise. But for anyone else that's in a just standard league, you redraft every year, you can get a lot of good value quarterbacks in the later rounds. And I'm going to tell you who you should be who should be in your top five. And, Nick, I'll keep this in the same trend we've been doing. You can, you can start this off. Okay. Um, I think it's no surprise that Patrick Mahomes is number one on my list. I, It doesn't matter if it's fantasy or just regular season. He's going to get you a lot of points. He has the best tight end in the game. It doesn't matter what wide receivers he has. They, he still puts up insane numbers on the season. It's Patrick Mahomes. I don't really have to say much about it. Um, the next quarterback I have on the list, and it, it pains me to say it, I think Jalen Hurts is going to have a really good season this year with Philadelphia, especially with the fact that they don't have Miles Sanders this year. I think that could lead to a lot more running opportunities for Hurts. And I wouldn't be surprised if Jalen Hurts comes out on top with the MVP this year, as much as that pains me to say it. Um, So that would put me at number two for him just because of both the passing and running ability. Um, 
Right now I have Josh Allen number three for those same reasons. He's a good running quarterback that has a strong arm. Obviously Diggs and Davis and, you know, they got Dalton Kincaid, Dawson Knox in the draft. You know, they, they, they have a really good offense overall. And I think Allen's going to put up numbers like we already know. Uh, Joe Burrow, I still have in my top five despite the injury right now. I have him at number four. He's got so many playmakers and T. Higgins and Jamar Chase, um, Tyler Boyd, Joe Mixon out of the backfield. I think it'd be crazy not to put Joe Burrow despite the injury. And at number five, I have Lamar Jackson. Um, I know there's an offensive coordinator, you know, switch up in Baltimore this year. It could maybe lead to Lamar throwing the ball a little bit more, but he's still going to be a quarterback that could get you potentially a thousand yards rushing in a season. And with guys like Mark Andrews as your tight end, maybe you see some good wide receiver play this year from them. They they did try to make you know address that issue in the offseason. I think it could lead to another good year for Lamar. All right. So that's Nick's top five. And my top five is pretty similar. Also have Patrick Mahomes number one. I guess until proven guilt, guilt uh, until proven guilty, he's going to be the top fantasy quarterback for yeah. the time being. Uh, like you, I also have Jalen Hurts number two. I swear to God, we did not make these lists uh, yeah, together. We made them separately. Right. Uh, Jalen Hurts at number two. I think he's going to have a very strong season. Great what running quarterback. And let's be real, he's going to run that division. Sorry, Nick. Yeah, I, I, that's fine. I, I've accepted my fate. Number three, this is where we start to differentiate a little bit. I had Joe Burrow a little bit higher than you. At okay. number three, and for the same reasons, even though he has a lot of talent, uh, Joe Mixon's a little questionable for his trial, but you have Jamar Chase, T. Higgins. Um, you have great role players on that team as well around him. A great, um, uh, just, just overall great players in the backfield and catching passes from him. So he's going to have a lot of weapons like Joe Burrow again. He, I think he finished top five last year. I'm going to slate him again to finish top five again this year. Now, number four, I might get a little hate for but I got faith in Justin Herbert. I'm going to uh-huh. put him in my top five. I think as a top five, remember, these, this is a fantasy quarterback list. I'm not saying in the NFL because fantasy is a lot different, and you're going to see why later on when I give you my rising stars and players who to fade pick, and that's why later I'll go into more into it. But I'm p- picking Herbert at four. I saw a video of him the other day showcasing his arm strength. I don't know if you saw it. It was uh, him and Jimmy Garoppolo, believe it or not, in a practice and they were trying an actually accuracy drill from about 40 yards or so. Uh, and you could see when Garoppolo was throwing the ball, he was doing it, you know, kind of accurately, you know, he, Justin Herbert hit it, you know, one more time than he did from, uh, from deep. But the time that the passes took to actually get to the target were double the amount of Justin Herbert. And I think that is his biggest strength is his arm with his accuracy. So he'll, the ball will get there two times faster than a lot of other quarterbacks in the league. And I think that's, what's going to, make him make a lot of big plays this year. So he's at number four and at number five, again, this is a fantasy, uh, a fantasy list, not an actual quarterback list. I have Lamar Jackson because he's going to run the ball every other time and he's going to get a lot of points that way. Okay. So that All rounds right. up my top five. No Josh Allen, by the way, I'm fading Josh Allen. I wonder why. Uh, right. Listen, I think he's a good quarterback, but I don't, I'm not going to put in my top five for fantasy purposes. That's fair. That's fair. Um, now, do you want to hear who I think could be a breakout quarterback this year? Yeah, go ahead. Now, I think we got the same one because I'm going to go into mine a little bit later. But the inner fan in me wanted to put Daniel Jones, um, uh, and I'll get into why. 
later on when we do our tight end. I know, obviously, that's kind of a spoiler, but I think that guy is going to help Daniel Jones a lot this season. Um, but I really think Justin Fields could be a guy that could sneak into the top five in terms of fantasy points at the end of the season. I was talking to someone earlier, Christian Montez. Shout out to him. I said that there's a case maybe that you could make that the Bears could win the division. I know it sounds crazy, but if Justin Fields has a really good season this year, you know, runs for a thousand yards, throws for a certain amount, he's got DJ Moore now. You added to this offense. Um, the Bears went out in the offseason and spent a lot of money on this team. They're trying to get better. If Fields takes another step like he did last season in terms of his overall production, I think Fields could be a top five quarterback in fantasy overall. I want to put him in my top five, but I just thought that was a little bit, you know, out of proportion right now to do that. I figured just, you know, stick with the, the safe top five for now and then we'll see how the end of the season goes. But I think Fields could be a guy that could sneak into the top five. He's not far off from the top five. I think he's around six or seven in terms of quarterback ranking. So maybe not a big time, you know, gap in between that. I think Fields overall has a chance for a really, really good season this year. All right. So that wraps out wraps up our top five quarterbacks. And last but not least, everyone forgets about them. Um, the linemen with hands. So we're gonna go into our top five tight ends now. I feel like we're gonna be similar on this one. I uh, I don't know about that, but oh, I'll okay. let you start first. I think I got some some curveballs in here, but I'm gonna go explain in our in our next two categories afterwards, and that's that's why. Okay. So I'll let you start again. Um, I'll I'll try to make it short and sweet with some of these. Uh, Travis Kelsey. I don't really need to say much more than that. He's just one of the best tight ends. There's a reason why he's ranked in the top ten, and you know, Field Yates top one fifty for a tight end. That's unbelievable. Um, so there's nothing much more to say about that. I have TJ Hawkinson at number two with the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, he was a good addition for that team last season. And now with the loss of a guy like Adam Thielen in the offense, Hawkinson immediately becomes the number two option behind Justin Jefferson for Kirk Cousins. And I think that could lead to a lot of good, you know, yards and catches for him on the season. It could lead to a really good fantasy production year for him. So I have Hawkinson right now at number two. Number three, I have Mark Andrews with Baltimore. Kind of another one where I don't really need to say much more than that. Him and Lamar Jackson just have so much chemistry throughout the past couple of seasons. He's a really good, you know, goal line, red zone target for touchdowns. He's going to be another good tight end this year in the NFL. Uh, four, I have George Kittle with the San Francisco 49ers. I know the quarterback situation is scary right now, but you saw what he did last season despite, you know, Garoppolo going down. He was still doing really good with Brock Purdy under center. I think no matter who the quarterback is, I think he'll still be getting some good time receptions. Again, you're getting you some fantasy points on the season. And at number five, I'm going with Darren Waller. And that could be, you know, homerism in me picking the newest giant. But I think being the fact that he's going to be, in quote-unquote, the probable number one option for Daniel Jones this season in terms of pass catchers, I think Waller is going to have a really good season. If he's able to stay healthy for this team, which has been an issue for him the past couple seasons with Vegas, if he stays healthy, we see what Waller does when healthy. He's he's an amazing tight end, one of the top ones in the league. I think that's huge for not only himself, but for this Giants team that's trying to get back into the postseason this year. I think Waller could be in due for another good year. All right, so that wraps up your top five. Uh, I will say our top three is similar. 
Travis Kelsey, enough said there. Fine. Uh, we had our two and three spots mixed up. I had Mark Andrews at two and TJ Hawkinson for three. Yep. Uh, for similar reasons, I just think that Mark Andrews is still the number one target in Baltimore. And when Lamar oh, you know, does want to absolutely. pass, it's going to be to him. So same reason, just, you know, I think they're interchangeable, 2A, 2B. That's fine. This is where I differentiate a little bit, and I don't know if you're going to like this. I'm picking Dallas Goddard at uh at four. Okay. I'm re- I really like him. You know, I'm I'm picking a lot of Eagles right now, but he yeah, had like a that. hell of a season last year. And when you take a look at it, I know you mentioned George Kittle, which I think you had at four. I did. George Kittle had about I think 750 yards last year overall, and Dallas Goddard he kind of held his own. And you know, for a guy who's on the uh, he's up and coming, he has to kind of like hold his own a little bit. Uh, he did really well. He, um, I'm, I'm excited to see what he can do. He had about 700 yards in less games than George Kittle. I think he had three or four less games than him, and he almost had the exact same kind of impact on the field. And I think Philadelphia, even though they're not going to have as good as an offensive line, he'll be able to succeed still because he has Jalen Hurts. And he also has when Devonta Smith and um, and AJ Brown are both in double, double coverage, they can't, co- they can't triple coverage everyone. So he's going to be the odd man out, and he's going to be open. So, number five now. Do I have Kittle on my list? Do I have Dan Wall on my list? Now, I'm going with Pat no. Fryermuth of the Pittsburgh Pat Steelers. Pat Yeah, I'm okay. going with Pat Fryermuth. And uh, listen, they're playing in an awful division. Okay. He had 740 yards last year. You're going to get, an, you hope, an improved Kenny Pickett. He's going to be a breakouts candidate. No, I, I listen, I liked him. I, I thought about him for a breakout uh, player. I think this is the guy that's going to break out, and he's going to be the uh, number five tight end. So if you're in those later rounds, if you can pick him up late in the uh, late in the draft, you can, you don't have a starting tight end at round like seven, eight, nine, and he's there, you take Pat Fryer move. Okay. I don't necessarily hate it. It's just, wow. Yeah. Okay. So uh, that, those are my top five tight ends. A little bit different. You know, for yeah. the most part, our top fives were kind of similar. We had uh, a lot of different picks between three to five, but our top one and two, like they kind of should be, were in sync. So that was good to see. Right. And to kind of go on with the show, we're going to go into our players to look for, our rising stars. Now, I know you men- mentioned this before, Nick. Uh, about your rising stars. So I'm going to go into mine first, if you don't mind. Yeah, go ahead. So you mentioned a lot of them. So you mentioned Justin Fields earlier. He's going to have a fantastic schedule. That division is absolute dog water. Uh, he cannot throw for football. He, for multiple times last year, could not throw for football for more than 100 yards in a game, which is pitiful. However, since this is fantasy, though, he's, he had multiple games where he had over 100 rushing yards and multiple rushing touchdowns. And if you're a quarterback and you can run the football like that, you're going to get the uh, the first option all the time. I think he's going to average maybe 22, 23 points a game. And for a quarterback, that's not even supposed to be top five. That's a very good value pick later on. So that's a guy to look out for a rising star. Uh, next guy I have is this may be a little bit of a homer, but Ramondre Stevenson, I think he's going to get the uh, all the touches this year. in New. There's a lot of buzz around him, yeah. A lot of buzz. He was great on the goal line last year. They shipped off Damian Harris to Buffalo, where I guess he'll be the RB1 there, maybe RB2. Uh, But he's going to be the guy in New England. So you know how Belichick likes that run-heavy offense. So he'll be the guy there. As long as he doesn't get put in the doghouse again, I think he'll be a player to watch out for. 
And this may be cheating a little bit, but I think T. Higgins finally breaks into like a top 10, top 8, 9 fantasy Ooh. wide receiver. He's okay. kind of been teetering on that the last couple of years, barely getting to 1,000 yards for the last couple of years. But I think he'll get 12, 1,300 this year, finally have that breakout season. So T. Higgins, another guy to look out for. Uh, going back into the running back category, uh, you mentioned these two before, Travis Etienne Jr. I love Tank Bigsby. However, the hype has worn off <laughs> on him. So it's going to be Travis Etienne. And when he is on, he is on. I think Jacksonville is going to have a very deadly offense, and he's going to be kind of the, uh, at the head of that offense. He'll be the number one running back there, and he's going to get a lot of goal line touches. So be prepared for him to have a lot of really high-scoring games this year. Yep. And to kind of finish off my list here, another guy that's been dominating training camp, and that's Kenneth Walker. Right, he's he's the guy in Seattle. It's not gonna be uh, it's not gonna be Rashad Penny. I think I think it's Rashad Penny, right? He's still there. He is no, he is now in Philadelphia, I believe. All right, so I don't know who even I don't even know who is the, the, I think the his, second back in Seattle. I think his running back backups are Zach Charbonnet, who was a rookie out of oh, I should know off the top of my head. It is Zach remember. Charbonnet. Yeah, I think he is the backup, and they have another running back. I can't. And DJ though. Dallas. DJ Dallas. Okay. So it's it. Listen, they already committed to him. He's getting the, like forty plus uh, touches during training camp. If he's getting that many doing, half. yeah. If he's uh, if he's getting that many touches in training camp, this is your guy to look out for. And I think he's not going to be taken until the fifteenth or sixteenth running back. So you could potentially get him in the third and fourth round, and that'd be really good. Yeah. No, he he's right now ranked, and I'm looking at ESPN. I think around 16, 17. So yeah, in that range that you mentioned, he's going to be a great value pick. A guy that you could probably get. Like I got this is going to sound crazy. I got Nick Chubb. I think thirty nine last year or twenty nine last yeah, year. Yeah, you got him. Like and he ended up round. being like a top three uh, running back. So right. you can definitely get those guys later on. Like it's it's definitely possible. And I would uh, that's a guy I would look out for. Yeah, I, I don't really disagree with that at all. Um, I already mentioned some of my earlier players for breakout. I also had a couple quickly that i also had listed um now i'll say this there's one guy i put on my list and i'm not happy with myself that i did put him on this list um for obvious reasons and that was the sean watson i know i don't want to see him do good but i think with the amount of work he got at the end of the season last year and now he's had a whole training camp this year. I think he can get back to his old form in Houston. Not at maybe not as good as that form, but could get back to playing some really good football. Um, you gotta think about what they have in Cleveland right now. Nick Chubb, I mentioned earlier, I think he's gonna have a monster year. They added Elijah Moore from the New York Jets in a trade this offseason. You have Amari Cooper. David Njoku is not a bad tight end as well. And they have one of the best offensive lines of football, in my opinion. I, I hate, as much as I hate to say it, I think that could lead to Watson having a really good year for Cleveland. Can maybe help them even make the playoffs. Um, the other two that I had, I had Damian Pierce from the Houston Texans. Um, you saw him last season emerging for that team in just short work. He looked really good. Played 13 games, almost had 1,000 yards rushing on the season. Now you're going to have a full year of him this year. For a team that's very young, you have a rookie quarterback, you want to try to take the load off of him and, you know, give it to your young running back that could be taking another big step this season. I think that's a home run. 
And look where he's getting ranked, Johnson. He's getting ranked in around the 20 to 21 mark in terms of running back. I think that's tremendous value for a guy that has shown that he can be a really good running back in the NFL. If he doesn't have a sophomore slump, he could have a really good career for the Houston Texans and for any fantasy owner. And then number three, I look at Christian Watson from the Green Bay Packers. Um, I know there's issues with Jordan Love now being the quarterback there. You saw what Watson did with, at the end of the season with Aaron Rodgers. Um, he's now the number one wide receiver in a lot of people's opinion going into the season for Green Bay. They have a very young wide receiving core. And he's really the head of that core. And I think you'll see him take that next step in his development. And I really don't think Jordan Love will be as bad as people think he's going to be. Um, And I think that could lead to Watson having a tremendous season. He's right now ranked in the 25 to, you know, 27 range in terms of wide receiver. So that's also pretty good value if you're looking for a number three wide receiver for your flex or even just a guy maybe for short term, maybe like long term value as your number two wide receiver for fantasy. And going into our last category, or one of our last categories, we have our players to fade. Now, this category is going to be the players that we think aren't going to be that good. Uh, nothing against them, but uh, we based think that... Where they're, for, based off where they're ranked. Yeah, for example, why. this guy, like, if we saw him ranked in, like, five and we finish, we think they're going to finish ten, that's who we're fading. Because the difference in a fantasy draft is if you pick some guy in the first round, when in reality you should have went like round four or five, that's where the killer is. That's what kills your that's what kills your season right there. So I'm not we're not saying these guys are bad players by any means, but for their fantasy value, that's where we're gonna fade them. So uh, I have a couple of guys if you want to start. Um if not, I, I, I can start. Go right out. Okay, so you're not gonna like this, but I'm fading Darren Waller. Boo. I'm gonna fade him, and his concerns about my his health in the oh, past. Yeah. That's that's why I think when he's on the field, he's an absolutely tremendous talent. But he's played, I think, twenty games in the last two seasons, uh, and yeah. early on in his career, he had health issues. He's really only played, I think, one or two complete seasons in his seven or eight years in the league now. So that's why I'm I'm, I'm gonna take him with caution. I'm not saying he's gonna be bad or whatever, but. This is my precaution is Darren Waller. If he's available at like five, at like four or five or whatever, and there's other tight ends that we mentioned before, that's who I'm going to take instead. Uh, second guy, also another tight end, is Kyle Pitts. That quarterback situation is hard. The head coach doesn't know how to use him. They're using him as a blocker. I, I, I have a lot of faith that he's one of the most talented tight ends in football, but I just don't trust the way they're using him. It's just absolutely horrendous. And until proven otherwise, I'm not going to take him. Uh, another guy, um, I think he's going to be on the decline now, and I think he's going to get kind of like the, the Gronkowski a little bit, is George Kittle. He wasn't banged up last year, but he's had a couple of injury-prone seasons in the past, and his production has taken a hit because of that now. Uh, like you said, the quarterback situation, it varies a little bit scary. You might get a lot of checkdowns, but there's a lot of mouths to feed with a bad, I don't want to say a bad quarterback, but with a quarterback of not a high caliber, not a, um, not a Justin Herbert or a, uh, or Patrick Mahomes, where, you know, you could feed four or five top guys and everyone be, ha- and everyone's happy. Someone was going to get left out in the cold. And I think it might be George Kittle between, um between everyone there. The final guy I have, and this is strength strictly based off of a shenanigans off the field. I think he was fantastic last year is unfortunately Joe Mixon. I'm a big believer in Joe Mixon. 
I think when he's healthy, he is a top five talent with football, but combined with his previous health issues and his off the field shenanigans right now, that's a guy I'm going to fade. Okay. Yeah. I don't, I don't necessarily hate that at all. Mixon is definitely questionable in terms of, uh, is on and off the field shenanigans, so that's fair. Um, for me, when it came down to these rankings of players to fade, um, one's going to sound very biased, but I just don't like him. And I, you mentioned him earlier when talking about one of his wide receivers. I don't think Dak Prescott's going to have a good season. Um, they're ranking him around the 10 to 11 quarterback, quarterback ranking. Um. I think he might finish I, 20. I don't think I mean, he could have another good year. Sure. But top 10 fantasy quarterback. I just don't see that at all. I just can't see a scenario. I know they added Brandon cooks. I know you saw Pollard. You still have CD lamb. You also lost um, Dalton Schultz in the offseason, And that's a big get because that was one of Dak Prescott's favorite weapons to throw to. And I really don't think they addressed that tight end you know, issue in the offseason. So, I think that could really hurt Dallas in the long run. So I really don't see Dak Prescott being a top 10, top 11 fantasy quarterback this year. So that's one of the guys I'm going to be fading. Um, another guy that I'm looking at is Jameer Gibbs from the Detroit Lions. I know it's tough to pick a running back that's a rookie right now and immediately say fading him. The reason why I look at fading him is because of who they have also in that backfield, and that's David Montgomery, who they got from the Chicago Bears. Montgomery is also a pretty solid running back. And I feel like Gibbs right now is going to not be that guy that gets the carries on first and second down. He's going to be got that type of running back where you're going to be looking for him in the backfield to get you a reception to try to get some yardage. And yes, that's good for PPR purposes, but I just don't think it's going to be good in terms of getting touchdowns. I really don't see Gibbs having a lot of touchdowns this season. And Hopefully that's hopefully I'm wrong about that because I obviously you don't want to see a youngster like that not have a good year. I just can't see him being as they rank him, you know, around the 16, 15 mark in terms of running back. He's ranked ahead of Kenneth Walker, and I think Kenneth Walker is a, a way better running back than he is. So for that reason, that's why I I elect to fade him. And then my final guy is Debo Samuel. Um, ever since. One. Ever since his first, you know, that big year he had two years ago where he was not only the wide, number one wide receiver, he was basically the running back. His numbers have dipped and, you know, have really regressed. Obviously, Kittle's been healthy now. They just got McCaffrey. And now there's a, you know, a whole limbo at quarterback with them. And it's hurting now. It's really hurting his production the most. He's being ranked 17 in most fantasy leagues in terms of PPR. I really don't – I could see him falling into the 30 to 40 range for in terms of wide receiver this year. I just think there's a lot of better value wide receivers, guys like Amari Cooper that are behind him, maybe even Calvin Ridley. I think he's a guy that a lot of people are going to be looking out for. Uh, I talked about Christian Watson earlier, Terry McLaurin. Those are guys I would rather take before Debo Samuel right now. And it's nothing against Debo. It's just there's a lot of talent on that team. And I really like Brandon Ayuk, too. I think he could have a really good season for San Francisco. There's been a lot of, you know, talk about him in camp and how he's been really good. And I really could see him taking that next step, and it could really lead to Debo's production going even further down. 
All right, so there you have it. You have the players to fade. Uh, like we said before, but not saying they're going to be really bad. You can take life, our advice saying, if you want to, or you could just fade us. That's completely yeah, you fine. Can fa- you can fade our fades. Yeah. That's that's fair game. And I think the final thing we have now is just a rookie analysis. Uh, any top rookies you're looking like that got drafted. I know you mentioned Jameer Gibbs as a guy to uh, got a fade. Do you see anyone actually breaking out? And I think the one we're both thinking of is Bijan Robinson on Atlanta. That's the one guy I think that comes to both our minds. Now, I'm concerned with Bijan for a reason. He's ranked very high in fa- in terms of fantasy. I think he's already in the top ten. I think he's in the top. He's eight. in the top five. In the top five, yeah, that's even that's even further than I thought. Depending on what uh, source you use, obviously. Um, my issue is this: is that the Falcons already have a crowded running back room as it is. They still have Cordell Patterson. They still have Tyler Algier from last season, who had a pretty good year for the Falcons last year. Um, I It's a very crowded running back room, and I think he could be good, but I don't think it's going to be right off the rip. It might be a Kenneth Walker situation like with Seattle, where you might have to wait a couple weeks, and then maybe you finally start seeing that running back that you were waiting on. So... That's a situation where you have to be very cautious with if you're going to take a guy like Bijan. I think he could be really good. I think you just have to be very precautious with him and maybe look at a different option before taking him. Um, A rookie that I do like and I think could be really good at overall, I think Jackson Smith and Jigba has a really good opportunity going into Seattle considering he's going to be that slot wide receiver or maybe the number two if they put Lockett in the slot. And if Geno wants to continue his production going from last season, getting a guy like Jackson Smith and Jigba is going to help him a lot. And I think you could see Smith and Jigba make a huge step for this season. We've seen the success of the Ohio State wide receivers the past couple seasons, and he's the next breed. A lot of people have said he's better than guys like Garrett Wilson. Even Garrett Wilson has said that himself. Um, So. Yeah, go ahead. So, you know what I'm going to say? And this may not be very similar situations, but it kind of feels the same. Uh, you said about um, the Atlanta running back room. And yeah. this is what I'm going to say is that uh, Orleans Darkwa, even though he had almost a thousand yards on the season, did not prevent the Giants from using Saquon. Right. That's true. So, that's what I'm going to say is I think talent will win out there. I'm not saying he's going to even next Orleans Darkwa. Obviously, his career ended with tragedy. He ended up, I think, tearing his Achilles or rupturing his Achilles, something like that. And that's why he was out of the league. And um, But that's what I'm going to say there. Don't, I'm not saying he's Orleans Darkwell, but it, that kind of feels like the situation there. I did not think you are going with that, but okay. But, yeah, no, I'm not saying, like, get the fade Bijan because of that. I'm just saying, if you're going to take Bijan that early, I think you need a backup option as well so let's say if you take him in the first round maybe the second i think you need to make sure you have another good running back with you just in case he's not the starter because there's been rumors that he's not even the number one running back right now on the depth chart so that's why i'd be precautious with him because if you take him in the first round you're saying to yourself all right this is the guy that i'm banking my team on being good this season and now i need to build around him if 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 it's me, I would rather take someone first and then get Bijan in the second round if he's still there. Yeah, that's an yeah. I, if obviously if Bijan is there in the second round, I would take him. That's yeah. just my uh, that's my take. 
Uh, I don't think think that's very much of a hot take, but I think that's not much. That's, but yeah. that, that's a given. I think I think, get, I think anytime and, you have a rookie in general, you have to be precautious with taking them. You have to make sure you have other talents around you, whether it's running back or wide receiver, just to make sure that if he doesn't pan out, at least you have still someone that's star studded that can help your team win a championship. Yeah, and you said it. You took the words right out of my mouth. I mean, even though he's a rookie, hey, listen. Remember Zeke his rookie year? Oh, yeah. No, he, he was a monster his rookie year. Like, you have some real monsters come out as rookie because they have a chip on their shoulder and they have something to prove. So, Saquon was good his rookie year, too. Yeah. Yeah, no, that, that's completely true. Yeah, listen, I, I, I love Bijan. I think he could be an absolute monster in the NFL. Um, I'm just saying, with any, when it comes to any running back in fantasy, or, or not any running back, sorry, any rookie in fantasy, you have to always be precautious and make sure – that you have the team around you to help you build a championship team at the end of the day. And that's what all of this is about for fantasy football. Yeah, you're going for a championship. You're not going for next year. You're building for this year, and that's why you have to be cautious. Yeah. Now, Johnson, I think since we've gone through all of our topics with in terms of fantasy football, I think it's time that we get into the final part of our show tonight. And it's kind of a game idea that I brought on to the spin for our fantasy football topic, and that is – We've done a couple of you know all-time drafts in previous episodes, whether it's all-time baseball or all-time NBA, and you know building our teams and seeing how you, the listeners, you know feel about who has the best team overall. Well, I figured tonight let's make a spin off of that and do it a different way in terms of all-time fantasy. My thing was we each have seven picks. We draft a quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, a tight end. And a super flex, which is could be a quarterback if you choose to, to elect that. You choose those seven. You're going to take you're gonna get a random team off the wheel, like I've done in previous episodes, and you pick a player from any timeline, and I give you and you have to pick the exact correct year that that player went off in fantasy. So you could be really good and have a good pick. Let's say, for example, a Tom Brady from 2007 when he threw 50 touchdowns. That's about a near 400 point season in terms of fantasy points and that could give you a nice head start in trying to defeat me in the competition but you could also screw up and take for example Tom Brady 2008 when he got injured in the first game of the season and the only points you get are whatever he got in that game before he got hurt so you have to be very precautious when you're making these selections and at the end of the day we will um, add up all of our fantasy points scored and see who comes out on top as the quote-unquote fantasy draft winner. All right, so do you want to go first, or do you want me to go first? I think I'll give you the option to go first, just because this was my idea, and I would, I want to see how where your mind is at when it comes to drafting these players. So All right. I'll give you the option first. I will spin the wheel. I'll let you know your team, and without looking, you have to make sure you get the exact um, year and the player that you want for this team. And remember, they have to play for this team. Can't be a situation where if you get a top Buccaneers, get, I can't I can't pick Tom Brady. Right, you have to take a Tom Brady yeah. Buccaneers year. Yeah, All right. no, that's fair. Your first team is the Minnesota Vikings. Oh boy, um, I'm trying to think. I can go Justin Jefferson last year, right? You could. Is that, is that, 
Yeah. Not cheating it off the rip. I'm trying to think of Vikings legends. I think that might be a good one. I don't think that would be. I don't think that would be a, a bad choice. Yeah, give me, give me last year's Justin Jefferson as one of my wide receivers. Okay, okay. Let me give, give me 2022 Justin Jefferson. Now let me look up his. Now I will look up his fantasy points and just make sure it tell you how many points he got for the season. And okay, and I'm using fantasydata.com for anyone that's wondering what site I'm using for these. Points in terms of how many they scored in the season. From fantasydata.com, Justin Jefferson last season scored 240.6 points in terms of fantasy. That's a pretty good season. It's a very good start for you. All right, I'll take it. Now, I have to see if I can um, counteract that because that's a very good start for you. So how many points is that? 240? 240.6. 240.6, okay. Yep. Okay. I've gotten the Cleveland Browns. God now, help you. I want now I'm going to pick Nick Chubb. What year Nick Chubb do I want? Is his was last season his best season? Or was his rookie year's last? I think I'm going to play it safe. I'm going to take last year's Nick Chubb. Yeah, I had him I, in fantasy. He was a, he was almost the best running back in the league. He was insane last year. Now, the question is is that his best season? Okay, it was. Thank God. I almost chose 20. I almost said 2019 too. Um, Nick Chubb in 2022 scored 254.4 points. How many points? 254.4. 254.4. So you're a little ahead. Just a little bit ahead. Okay. Okay, that's not bad. Yeah, no. It's all about making the right pick at the end of the day. All right, now I'll defer back to you with your second pick. Okay. Justin Jefferson was a good start. Let's see what team you get. You got the San Diego Chargers. And yes, I said San Diego. There's one that immediately comes to my mind, and I, I'm wondering if you say him. Oh, come on. Hold on. I'm, I'm thinking Austin Eckler. Um, he had a crazy year. Was it last year or a year before? Oh, this isn't right. I don't like this. <laughs> There's a lot of good Charger players. I think I'm going with... Uh... When did he, he he had a really good season last year, right? I could also go with someone like Justin Herbert from a couple of years ago. You could. Do I Tell you right with, now, that's not who I'm thinking of, but. Who are you thinking? Oh, uh, you thinking of like Antonio Gates. I, I'm not going to get my strategy away just in case I get the Chargers. Oh, come on. Tell me if you're thinking of Antonio Gates, because I don't know what years he was it's good. Not, it's not him. I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with last year's Austin Eckler. How many points they have? I will tell you right now. Austin Eckler in twenty twenty two is that his best fantasy season? It wasn't, but it wasn't far off from his be- his best. Okay. So in twenty twenty two, Austin Eckler had two hundred sixty five point seven points. Okay. The year before, he had two seventy three point eight. So not far. Uh, I didn't off. know if it was the year before. Okay, I was I was between those two. Now I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the chance and say that I don't get the Chargers again. Um, uh-huh. I was thinking Ladainian Tomlinson. Oh, I forget about him. He had such a that one season in which he scored about twenty touchdowns. Yeah. No. But... Yeah. <laughs> he had a monster season. So yeah. No, he was good for like a season, then he disappeared. Well, I would say a season, but yeah. Like okay, like a, he was good for a while. 
Yeah, okay. I don't want to say fifty, but he had that one insane year. I'll tell you what, if I get the Chargers, I won't I won't take I won't uh I won't No, go that. ahead, go ahead. No, you've earned that. Ooh. Las Vegas Raiders. You got some good options. That's tough. Cause I could I could again I could just play it safe with De- Devontae Adams. Uh who was the one? You could take Raiders? Henry Ruggs. Josh Jacobs was pretty good last year. I've definitely not taken Henry Ruggs. I've tried to avoid taking the previous seasons, like the previous players for the previous hey, year. It's worked for me so far. I uh, know, I know. I, I, I but the problem is the two teams have gotten off the rip with the Raiders and the Browns, so it, the, the wheel hasn't done me any justice. I can't really take a quarterback either in terms of these two teams. Sorry, so who do I think? I I, I I guess I have to take Josh Jacobs because he led the league in rushing last year. Okay, so you're going 2022 Josh Jacobs? I'm going 2022 Josh Jacobs. Yeah, 275.3 points. I, I, I'm trying my best not to take the same year, but I, it's really i really fallen into that because the two tiers I got were so bad. All right. So uh, give, give, me, give me uh, give me another one. Arizona Cardinals. All right. All right. So I immediately think of D hop. Right. But here's the thing. I can't pick D hop Texans year. So that's that's a problem. That's right. You have to pick a Cardinal year. He did have a really oh, good Cardinal God. year. He did. What year was he good? <laughs> that's the whole fun of this game. You got to pick the oh, right was year. He good in tw- I think he was a 2021. He was good. I don't know. I think it was twenty. No, was it twenty twenty? Was it was it was it the COVID year? I think it was the COVID year. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna lock in twenty twenty DeAndre Hopkins because I know he sucked last year and I think he was bad the year before that too. Huh. That's another guy. I wasn't that was not the immediate player I thought of when in terms of him. Um, it was his best season in Arizona. Obviously, it wasn't his best season in total. Overall, yeah. But it was his best season in Arizona. He scored 172 point points. Oof. Yeah. That's, yeah, not, that's not enough. The I, I had a I, I, I'll do the same thing for the for the car for the Cardinals like I did with the Chargers. Uh I immediately thought of Larry Fitzgerald when that when that oh, team came up. Oh, Larry Fitz, yeah. yeah. He has he had so many years though. I didn't I wouldn't know. The, 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 soup, the Super I think Bowl maybe year. 2011. The Super Bowl year, that's it. Two thousand eight. He was a monster. Yeah, he was a monster that season. He easily should have been Super Bowl MVP if not for the San Antonio Holmes catch. How many? Uh, how many points did he? Uh, he would had, had? two hundred eighteen that year. All right, so I, I lost on about fifty points. That's 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 well, pretty listen, rough. I, but I could screw up with my next pick. It depends on what team I get. So who knows? Yep. So with pick three, I have two running backs already. So I can't go running back unless I use it in a super flex. We're trying to avoid the New Orleans Saints. I know when you should take off the rip. It would have been nice to have Kamara because he's had some monster years. Do I'm I go, not even thinking of him. Do I go Drew Brees as a quarterback here? Oh, what was that year with Michael Thomas? Oh, no. Was was that 2019? I don't know. Was it pre or post-pandemic? Uh, it was definitely pre-pandemic. Uh, but was it the year before the pandemic or the year before that, 2018? The thing with Drew Brees is I don't know what year I would pick for him. I mean, 
you got a longer, yeah, you got more years with Drew Brees than you do with Michael Thomas. I know. The man who's disappeared. I know. I, I I feel like for Drew Brees, I'm going to pick the year. It'll probably be the Super Bowl year in '09. Okay. I really want to go with Thomas. I think he was such. I think he was the number one rated rated uh, fantasy player or released receiver. He was. Was it 2018 or 19? I'm gonna I'm gonna say 2018, Michael Thomas. I I don't know if it's right. I'm gonna take a chance, and hopefully that's the right answer. It was not the right answer. Son of a bitch! It was 2019. So if that mean I could I could take can I take 2019, Michael Thomas now? Or was that no, not allowed? No, it, yeah, that's another thing. If you take a player, then the other player can't take him. Um. Michael Thomas that season is still a pretty good year. He had 190.5 points. That's still a very good season. The year, the year after, he had 225. Oh, you lost on 30 points. Of, uh, yeah, points of I, I okay. couldn't. I couldn't tell if he got hurt the year before COVID or during COVID. It was during COVID. So, all right. Uh, give, uh, uh, feed one. me another one. All right. So right now, as it stands, you have two receivers and a running back. Yep. And your next team. I got some flexibility. Is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. All right. Um hmm. Well, the question is, do you take a do you take Tom Brady Tampa Bay? I you know, I have the two wide receivers. I think I would have wanted to take Mike Evans here. Yeah. But I don't know if that's possible. I don't um, know about running back for them. There might be one. I, there's one random one I'm thinking of, but I don't know if he was that good that I year. think you take twenty one Brady here. Is it 20 or 21? I don't know. What do you mean? Come on. Uh, what year do you win? He, he won in 2020, right? I can't help you. <laughs> I can't help you with your pick. You got you to gotta think about it yourself. When did he win the Super Bowl? He left New England in 2019. And then 2020 to 2021, he won the Super Bowl. And then the next year, he had a great season, but he fell short in, the char- in that... Um, was it, what game was it? It was they the, lost uh, the Rams the, game. The Rams, yes. So I think it's 2021 Tom Brady. I think he had that's the crazy year he had. So you're locking that at 2021? You give me 21, Brady. I think that's a good quarterback. You are the you made the right choice out of the two. Uh, All right. Cool. Tom Brady, 2021, 374.74 point, uh, fantasy points. All right. That's, that's a lot. And the year before that, he had 337. So it wasn't far off, but... That was the right pick. Uh, either one would have been good, but that's a that's a monster pick. It's so crazy because that fifty touchdown he year, he had passing three record, right? The three, yeah, the the oh, what the yeah, he threw five thousand yards that year, five thousand okay. sixteen to be exact. That's insane, and he was so close to be, to having the same amount of fantasy points he did in 07, where he threw fifty touchdowns. Oh, so this is pretty. I pretty much got 07 Brady. Pretty much. That's cool. I like that. Ooh. Oh, man. I keep getting the bad teams. Chicago Bears. I have quarterback, receiver, tight end, super flex. Oh, man. Where do you even go with this? Can I even think? I mean, the first Bear wide receiver that comes off the mind is Brandon Marshall. But I don't know. Couldn't tell you what year Brandon Marshall went off. Man, that's just another bad team. I could go. I mean, I could go Justin Fields. I don't know how many fantasy points he scored last season. It's definitely not going to be Tom Brady numbers. Pooh, tight end. You have Greg Olson. 
man. What year did Brandon Marshall... First off, what year was Brandon Marshall on the Bears? What years were those? I think I, I might just have to play it safe with Justin Fields. I don't want to do that, but I think I have to. And I'm, I'm sorry. I don't know I, what you're picking, but... I think I have to go Justin Fields last season. I can't think of a, of a, of a player right now for the Bears. He scored know, two... Can you pick... yeah, go ahead. No, go. No, you can, you can go. As I say, he scored two ninety five point nine eight points last year. So it's not. And that was twenty twenty two. No, it's twenty twenty two. Yeah, I need to look up Brandon Marshall while you uh, before I spin and spin. I just need to see something. I, I don't think it would have made a difference if I uh, if I didn't choose him or not. Bears. It was twenty twelve and twenty thirteen. He had two hundred. Oh, yeah, it's a pretty good years for the Bears. I mean, you could have picked Super Bowl legend Jim McMahon, but he was probably way worse. I would not know. When you when you get into the eighty quarterbacks, you're not gonna have really good fantasy points. <laughs> you're getting seven points a game. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. You have the San Francisco 49ers. Oh boy! And I have running back. You have running back, tight end, and super flex. Oh boy, I have a lot of options. Yeah, there is a bunch of options for you here. Oh man, I wish. I mean, here's the thing though. Like Jerry Rice, I wish I, I could put him at Superflex. You could put right? him at Superflex. Yeah, you just got to pick the right year though. Oh man, but like here's the thing. Like I could also pick Joe Montana. You could. Like, do I think Joe Montana or Jerry Rice had more points? Because quarterbacks back then they didn't throw the ball as much. I can also go CMC. I can go George Kittle. Ooh, okay, hold on. Let me think of George Kittle for a second here. What year was George Kittle good? I feel like since the pandemic, he hasn't been the same, so I'm going to get rid of 2020, 2021, 2022. Um, how many years is he in the league? Like six? I believe so, yes. Okay, so he's in the league for six years. Um, it's one of his first few years, so I'm going to say it's either his sophomore or junior season if we're going off college years. So either year two or year three, Kittle, a tight end would be pretty good. But if they get someone like Gronk, it's going to look idiotic. Give me a... Where do I go CMC last year? If you want to use him as your, uh, your running back, you could. But tight end is harder to get. Okay. I'm either going with CMC or I'm going with Kittle. Who do I think is... Because here's the thing. I think CMC definitely has more points. But Kittle is the... Uh... You know, I, I don't know if, if I'm going to get his right year. Just give me CMC from this past year. Give me 2022 CMC. Okay. I would, go, I would probably pick Kittle's third year if I had to pick a year. Uh, I'll tell you right now, Kittle's second year was his best year. All right. So I guess I made the right choice. Uh, Christian McCaffrey last season had 271.36 fantasy points. That's pretty good. I like that. I am in a very tough hill to climb right now. That Tom Brady and CMC picks are really hurting me, I think. Yeah, no, you're, I, and, I was kind of behind the eight ball. Now it's, uh, now she was on the other foot. The problem is I spun the wheel while you were deciding and my team is Jacksonville. Oh, well you could pick, um, I don't know where to go with this one. You could put Gavin Ingram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm being serious. I know. I, I, I'm i going to have to consider it. I don't want to, though. Uh, he had a pretty th- good th- season last this year. This is the problem with taking the running backs because I could have taken like a Maurice Jones-Drew here. He has a pretty good year in Jacksonville. Um, 
quarterback wise, I can't think of one besides Lawrence that had. A, I don't ever think Lawrence had a really good fantasy year. I think he was all right. I'm trying uh, to think of. Uh, I, I'm trying I to have, give you some help here. No, you don't have to. I, I have. I'll think of something. I have a wide receiver and a tight end. I got to think about. Who has been a Jaguars tight end? That was the question. I'm gonna have to go wide receiver here. So who's been a Jaguars wide receiver? We have Christian Kirk last year. If I take Christian Kirk last year, I think I'm pretty much talking myself up for this for this debate. Uh, Jaguars. Who have been some good Jaguars? I'm trying to save Superflex for a quarterback because that's what you have to take it for. Jaguar, Jaguar, tight end. Who's been a tight end for Jacksonville? Am I really going to say? I can't take Evan Ingram last year. He will, I don't even think he was that good. You have Christian Kirk. You have... Allen Robinson had some good years in Jacksonville. Oh, I don't Am I going to take Allen Rob? Am I really debating between Allen Robinson and Christian Kirk right now? That's rough. Yeah. Yeah, that is a, that is the, a rough the, the situation. Wheel, the, the wheel has not been friendly to me in this one. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna need a, I'm gonna need a, um, a rematch at some point. <laughs> uh Christian Kirk, Allen Robinson, Christian Kirk, Allen Robinson. I couldn't even tell you what years Allen Robinson was in Jacksonville. That's the other problem. I, I want to say like 20, 2015, 2016. I think no matter what I choose here, Johnson, I think I'm screwed. I think I just have to just go balls to the wall and just make the pick. Well, what do you got to pick? I think I'm going to go Allen Robinson. Oh, boy. What year? Now, can I think of an Allen Robinson year off the top of my head from Jacksonville? That's a man who fell off the face of the year. Screw it. Just give me Christian Kirk last year. I can't think of, I can't think of a year. I'll never be able to pick a one. All right. Well, to to end my uh, debate, to end my uh, chances, Christian Kirk had one hundred and fifty-seven point nine fantasy points last year. This is this is hard. Oh, I've been boy. getting I've been getting brushed with, with, with this. Uh, I mean, I mean, the teams I, I got in the Jags, the Bears, the Raiders, and the Browns. Yeah, no, but you definitely have more knowledge here. But I just um, the, the I'm wheel, getting easy. The wheel is friendly. Picks. Uh, your next team is the Los Angeles Rams. Oh well, um, yeah, tight end and super flex. Tight end and super flex. Uh, so I think I'm gonna go Cooper Cup here. Um, but what year Cooper Cup? Uh, he was bad last year, and but he was pretty good the year before that. So let me get, give me 2021 Cooper Cup. If there was ever to take a super flex and not take a quarterback in that spot, yeah, it's probably that year with Cooper Cup. That would be 294.5 fantasy points. Wow, that's that's pretty good. That's as many points as Justin Fields had, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for yeah. Throwing, this, is, this is going this is going swell. Thank you for throwing the salt in the wound. Hey, listen, was, I'm getting easy teams. It's just, it is what it is. It's because I was thinking of Kurt Warner immediately right off the bat, and Warner had a really good what like a really good uh, rookie year. But yeah, cup, cup is yeah, cup's amazing. All right, well, if I want to have any hope, I need a decent team with this next spin. I get, get drunk. maybe okay. 
I might have been saved. I've gotten the Green Bay Packers. Well, congratulations I'm t- on Aaron Rodgers. I'm going to take Aaron Rodgers 2011. Yep, there it is. Because that was the year that they went 15-1. and one, The Giants eliminated them. I know that has to be his best season. That's funny. And you know what, Johnson? It wasn't. I probably should take a 2020 now that I thought about it. No, it wasn't? Ah, oh, I chose the wrong year. 2016? Really? 2016? Well, how many points do you have in 2011? No, I chose, um... Oh, wait, no, I chose the right... No, I chose the right year. No, <laughs> I was looking at... I was looking at a different year. 2011, he had 397.18 fantasy points. Okay. All right, that got you right back in the game. Uh, all right, I thought I thought I was looking at 2015 for some dumb reason. I don't know why. Um, and then I saw the 20. I forgot about his COVID year of 2020. He also had a really good year. All right, so it's going to come down to both tight ends for us now. <sighs> yep, just how yeah, we this always is chance because you you got a real chance right now. Just how we always envisioned it, right? The tight end decides. Uh, uh, I should have taken George Kittle. I should have taken George Kittle. You you, you could get Aaron Hernandez. Oh, no, Aaron <laughs> Why was that the first thought? <laughs> Rob Gronkowski. You got, of course, you got the Buffalo Bills. Oh, come on. Who, who do they have at tight end? What have, this is awful. You better, you, better, you better find your best Dawson Knox season. Oh, come on. Is that sad that I fought Dawson Knox? Dude? That's immediately who I think of. Oh, Jesus Christ. This welcome, is awful. Welcome to the wheel, buddy. It ain't fun. Oh my God! I had I had the lead by forty points. And I'm about to get Dawson Knox. That's oh, Dawson me, Knox season. Give me I don't know. Was he better last year? How many years has he been in the league? He's been in the league. That last year was his fourth year in the league. All right, so I'm I'm going to exclude rookie year. So I'm going to go sophomore, junior, or season two years, two or three or four. All right, he signed. No, he sucked last year because I tried picking up a couple times. Give me the previous year. Give me twenty twenty one Dawson Knox. Give me give me fifty that, fantasy that was, points. That was the right point. That was the right pick. Yeah, yeah. What I get? Get fifteen <laughs> points. One hundred and fifteen point one to be exact. What whoop de do? <laughs> so this so this last selection of team is going to determine who wins this entire thing. It's you need one hundred and sixty three point five eight points to win. That's a lot for a tight end, though. It's doable, though. You get a favorable oh, spin, you're done. Man, I got the Raiders again. You no, know, you could do it. It's, it's possible. Be, when did Darren Waller have? What was the Darren Waller year? He had a really good year a couple of years ago. I know, but what year was it? I think this is another Michael Thomas. Is this twenty eighteen or twenty nineteen? Oh no! Damn it, the Raiders again. You got the. You have the win right here. You got the win. Yes, but Darren Waller, it's hit or miss. It's either I picked the right year or the wrong year. You mean it's a 50-50 shot. That's a coin flip. Was 2019 his best season or 2020? How much do I need again? You need 163 and a half points. Oh, my God. Darren Waller. Darren Waller. The fate of my existence depends on the newest New York Giant. How ironic. Of course. I think he had a good COVID year because I ha- I think I had him at fantasy. I'm gonna take a shot. I'm gonna say COVID year Darren Waller. Darren Waller had a hundred and seventy one points 
Oh my god, by a nose. By eight, about eight points. 7.4 points. To be exact, oh my god. Dawson fucking Knox. Oh my god, I Aaron Rodgers saved me. I would have lost without Aaron Rodgers. Oh my god, see that's what I'm talking about. I told you you could get it back. Oh my god. I just needed the quarterback right. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, listen. That's brutal. That is awful. That's... Listen, I don't know about you. I'd be down to keep doing this throughout the entire season if we want. Yeah, know, we can we can bring this back. Bring you know, uh, bring other guests onto the show because I think this is a really fun idea, and like we could like try to do like certain categories in terms of it. But yeah, that just goes show, goes to show you how fancy football is. I mean, you have some wild seasons, and you can either pick the right ones or the wrong ones. Oh man, that is that is a rough one. I but, think overall um, though, we made all the right choices. We all we both yeah, made the right choices. I feel like if I picked George Kittle, I would have had um, I would have had a lot more points. At yeah, the end but there. then, but yeah, but think about it. Then you would have had Buffalo running back to end it. Um, can you think of a good running back out of Buffalo, Fred Jackson? Oh, I can think. I can. I can think of a really good Buffalo running back from like fifty oh. years ago. <laughs> I can I, think of a really good Buffalo running back. Actually, I, I think I know where you're going with that. I don't think. Yeah, uh, he, he, uh, he's Voldemort. He, he shall not. Who he who shall not be named. You know, I will say I think if you had Buffalo running back, I think Fred Jackson was probably or more or maybe Marshawn. Marshawn probably had some good years. Oh, I was picking OJ Simpson. I don't know what you hold OJ Simpson, no, I, but no, I knew I knew that's where you were going with it. Like, I guess had. what is what is best you would be what, like nineteen like uh like seventy one or something like that nineteen seventy two. I would have no idea. I don't know how long. Sometime the early seventies. I don't know how long they, to they track fantasy football. But that's the problem. Well, is he is he is he on the? Uh... I, I he's on the, on the thing I'm looking at. It he's not he's not here. All right, so ineligible. So I made the right choice. Okay, maybe uh maybe uh, let me see. I'm looking at the year. I'm gonna assume VB. Oh no, this is PPR. Uh, you could have taken the year he won MVP, which was 1973. Oh, okay. Yeah, he had 278.2 fantasy PPR points that year. All right, so I could have won with OJ Simpson. More yeah, than but, that, but but yeah, but again, it's all about picking the right year. It, it, oh it, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I mean, probably would pick 71 or 72, which isn't the right yeah. year. Yeah. Um, but overall, what was your uh, thoughts about this idea? Fun game. I hope the listeners enjoyed. Most importantly, it's a fun game to play. I'm happy we got the uh, opportunity to do this. Yeah, I think. Listen, I told some of the listeners that you know we're friends with. If they ever want to come on the show, we I'd be greatly down to do this idea again. I think this is really fun, and it gives you a lot of options and makes you think a lot about who are some of the best players of fantasy throughout the past couple of years. Um. And just, you know, think back in your memory as like I did with Aaron Rodgers and like trying to think of what exact year he went off. You have to think sometimes. And that's why that's what that's what the beauty of fantasy football is at the end of the day. Yeah, no, absolutely. And uh, I'm like Nick said, uh, anyone who wants to come join us, try any of this stuff, maybe during the year, maybe during a uh, maybe at the halfway point, yeah. maybe after the season. Uh, come, please uh, send us a message, shoot us a text, uh, DM on Instagram, whatever uh, your preferred contact. Uh, information is, and we can uh, we can arrange it. Yeah, find me on uh, MySpace. Um, but overall, I think a great week here on the All Gas No Break Sports Show. You know, talk about our fantasy football discussion and who we think is going to be you know breaking out this year, maybe not breaking out, and overall our rankings for this upcoming draft. I know next week, Andrew, we're potentially looking into getting some early college football preview, maybe a fantasy type game like we did today in terms of. 
you know, getting trying to get into the field for college football as we are just about, I think, two or three weeks away from week one of the season. So we'll be breaking down and previewing the season as a whole and the week one matchups in a couple weeks. I know our other co-host, Grayson G. Marino, he is very excited for that as well as I am. I know you are as well. College football is another fun time. We're getting into the very best part of the entire year, and that's football as general is back. But that is going to do it for this week's edition of the All Gas No Break Sports Show. Fantasy football, just about a month away from starting with the opening night in the NFL as the Detroit Lions and Kansas City Chiefs take on each other on the season opener. I think September 9th is the date for that game. I could be completely wrong. You can comment about me being completely wrong about it either way. But with that being said, fantasy football should be fun. Hopefully, one of you win your fantasy leagues, unless you're in my fantasy league. I hope you all lose, and I hope I win. That goes for you too, Andrew. You all have a great rest of your weekend.